Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, Bully Ray and I talk about the moment of Monday Night Raw last night. That's right. Your new WWE Champion, Big E. What happened last night, how it happened, and what's next, we discuss right now on the Busted Open Podcast. How are you, Bully? We got a lot to talk about this morning, especially the way Monday Night Raw ended last night because we have a new WWE champion, and his name is Big E. I've said it before, and I just said it about two minutes ago when I sent out my morning tweet. When the WWE gets it right, they really get it right. And last night, they really got it right with Big E. Congratulations to Big E. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. And he has had a very long career there, finally sitting at the top of the mountain. How did he get there? Why did he get there? Why last night? Lots of questions um, for us to ask each other. Lots of questions for us to ask the nation. And Dave, I put in my tweet that the phone lines are open right now. Uh, Just a reminder. I said about a month ago that WWE Monday Night Raw is no longer a show for me and you. So I watch it through a different set of eyes. And Mm -hmm. I want to see what the nation thought about it also. I think on Mondays moving forward, we should take more phone calls to see how our fan base and the WWE fan base is enjoying the show. And maybe how the people that call in, how their children are enjoying the show. And what's going through their minds. Um, as far as the Big E situation last night, that was the thread of the show, and I enjoyed what they did with that story last night. 15 minutes. The last 15 minutes of Monday Night Raw last night was about as good as you could possibly get. Bully, I can't agree with you more. When the WWE gets it right, they really do get it right. And I think that's part of the frustration we have with the WWE bully, because it almost feels like when they try, 
they really do knock it out of the park. And I think the last 15 minutes of that three-hour show last night would be evidence of that. And you just said the story they told. You know, with the backdrop of Big E saying he was going to be cashing in that Money in the Bank briefcase and he went to social media to say it before the show, that was a great idea to do that because, you know, to kind of answer something to a question you just asked, hey, night number one of Monday Night Football. So how do you kind of attract attention to get a big push? You have Big E go to social media and say he's going to cash out that Money in the Bank briefcase. So that was the backdrop between what was a very good match between Randy Orton and Bobby Lashley. Then you get Bobby Lashley destroying or you know RK Bro, Riddle and Orton, which I thought boy, you talk about just being brutal when he threw <laughs> Riddle in, into the ring post outside head first that was about as brutal as you could get. And then you know, he puts Orton through the table and hurts his knee. And he's and he's limping and he he goes into the ring and he's having having trouble walking. Bam, Biggie's music hits, Biggie comes out, and you know, we have a new WWE champion. You couldn't lay it out better than the WWE did last night, bully. How do you feel about Bobby going to be able to have a gripe moving forward? Because he's going to say that he was injured, or at least he should say that he was injured. He's going to tell Big E that he was a, you know, he was, uh, uh, you know, an opportunistic. They might even, uh, they might even go down the road as how could you do that to me? We're brothers. How could you possibly, you know, take advantage of a situation like that? Um, like, how do you think Bobby and MVP respond to this one. To, to exactly what you just said. They're going to be like, <laughs> they're going to be like, you know, I, I'm the almighty. I was injured and you took advantage of me, but that's what you do when you have the money in the bank briefcase. That's just being smart. That's just a great strategy from big E. And again, this is what you want to do. And a lot of times the WWE doesn't do this. You want to make everybody look as strong as possible. Yes. Lashley should have a gripe. Because when he's 100% and you can build towards a pay-per-view match between these two, Lashley the entire time saying, I'm 100%, I'm strong, you took advantage of me, but now you're going to have to step into the ring and you're we're going to have a match. And are you going to be able to beat me? That's what you should do. Again, perfectly played by the WWE. What about the timing of last night's championship uh, title victory for Big E? Why last night? Uh, to me, and there's a lot of speculation, a lot of people, and I want to, I'm glad you brought this up, Bully, because a lot of people were tweeting about, you know, that Dynamite beat Monday Night Raw in, you know, that hallowed 18 to 49 demographic, and oh my goodness, what's happening here? We got, we got to stop the bleeding, you know, like, you know, it, it, you know, you mentioned cracks in, you know, cracks in the walls, cracks in the foundation. I think that's apparent right now. But in the eyes of the WWE, in the world of the WWE, I believe they're not even thinking of that. I think they're looking at the big picture, and that is Monday Night Football. You know, week one of Monday Night Football, Ravens Raiders. You know, Raiders are one of the most popular teams and one of the most hated teams. By the way, you got an amazing game between those two that went into overtime last night. 
that championship match happened right at the end of the fourth quarter between the Ravens and the Raiders. I, I, that's about as good of a scenario that you could have for the WWE. You have two powerhouse teams in the AFC going up against each other week one of Monday Night Football. The game is tied late in the fourth quarter. You know what you do? All guns blazing for the WWE, and you have a championship title uh, change hands. I, I I believe, Bully, it's because of Monday Night Football. I agree with you, and I think we are in another case of a classic perception versus reality situation when it comes to how wrestling fans view this stuff. Many, many AEW fans on social media last night saying the WWE hot-shotted Big E into this championship situation because of the rating situation last night and that they are afraid of AEW and all that. Don't get me wrong, AE, uh, WWE is very conscious of what AEW is doing, what kind of numbers they're generating. They'll always pay attention to the quote-unquote competition. They'll, they'll pay attention to the NWA and they'll pay attention to Impact and they'll pay attention to AEW because it's any good business's it's in it's in the best interest of any good business to pay attention to pay attention to any and all competition that is going on out there in any way shape or form whether it comes to a rating or it comes to a talent but last night in my opinion as you stated is not a knee jerk or a hot shot reaction to what is going on with AEW the perception is that the WWE and AEW are still in competition with one another. The reality is they're not. The WWE is in competition, A, with themselves. We're actually seeing that unfold because of what is going on with NXT. They're also in competition right now, directly on Monday nights with Monday Night Football, just like that they've been in competition with Monday Night Football for the past 25 years and that they were in competition with, with Monday Night Nitro, you know, 20 years ago. That's direct competition. The WWE also uh, is in competition with whatever else is on Monday nights. They're in competition with Disney. They're in competition with Hollywood. They're in competition with television. They are not directly competing with AEW on Monday nights. The, the, The Wednesday night rating for AEW is as far away from Monday night as you can possibly get. So are we to infer that since the WWE did what they did last night, that they're also in competition with Rampage? Because if that was the truth, then Raw is crushing Rampage. You You can't can't be in competition with one and not with the other you can't you can't you know uh you know use the narrative uh you know for your in your favor you know so then then we're going to sit here and go well the WWE was worried about uh was worried about dynamite yeah but then they just crushed rampage L- let's throw this conversation out the door dave this is about right the now. WWE yes. <laughs> let's throw it out the door right now this is about the WWE trying to put on the best possible product on a Monday night because they know what they're up against when it comes to a fan base that might not be enthralled with them right now and Monday night football. Yeah, I mean, listen, does AEW have a hold to that 18 to 49 demographic of the wrestling fan? They absolutely do. I mean, Bully and I have talked about it for weeks now that the demographic of the WWE is changing. They're going much younger. Again, Bully, 
evidence of that is the crowd that was at in Boston. That's Boston. Boston, you usually get that college crowd to come to wrestling. Look at that crowd that watched Monday Night Raw. A lot of parents, a lot of little kids. Um, now, I'm not saying that it's the same rating last night. It's almost impossible. But do you know how many people bully tuned in to Thursday Night Football this past week? Bucks and Cowboys? They had to have done a monster rating because obviously it's the world champion Bucks and it's America's team in the Cowboys. And, uh, you know, they were raising the flag for the Bucks. First game of the season. It had to do a monster number. Over 26 million. That's so, a monster number. <laughs> so over 26 million people tuned in to watch Thursday Night Football. Now, are they getting that same rating last night? No. But, Bully, even if they get half of that rating and you know if they got 13 million people to tune into monday night football last night monday night raw and what they've been getting lately is pale into comparison to any rating that they were able to get for ravens and raiders last night do you really think that the wwe is looking at oh my god we gotta we gotta do something fantastic we got a hot shot Whatever story we're building right now because of an 18 to 49 demographic of AEW on Wednesday night. No, they're they're worried about how many millions of people at the same time as their show right now is going to tune into another sport. That's what they're worried about right now, Bully. And that's why you got the thread that you got last night. The WWE tried to jump ahead of the NFL last night by announcing on social media that Big E was guaranteeing that he was going to cash in his his money in the bank. So if you're a WWE fan or a casual wrestling fan and you know that somebody guarantees a cash in, where do you need to be at 8 o'clock on a Monday night? You need to, you're going to be tuning into Monday Night Raw because you don't know when it's going to happen. You're going you're gonna to be plopped down in front of your television set. What time is kickoff for Monday Night Football? About 8.20. So now the WWE starts off the night with Big E, and um, the thread of the show is, I'm cashing in, I'm cashing in, I'm cashing in. Whether it's you, Bobby, or whether it's you, Randy, ha, 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 I'm here with my briefcase. I'm cashing in on one of you. So they got the jump start on Monday Night Football. Now you're like, okay, when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? They're hoping people stick and stay. Obviously, people might be jumping back and forth. But then throughout the show, they pepper in Big E. They pepper in Big E. Backstage, backstage. And now here we go with the payoff. That thread of the show is what they used to do back in the day all the time. And it worked. I'm glad to see them go back to some old school uh, uh, basics and principles of storytelling. Last night it worked for me as a fan because I enjoyed the thread. And we got the payoff. I'm sitting there, me and Velvet are watching the show. And she's like, what do you think? What do you think? I'm like... They have to pay it off. You cannot go out on social media two hours before Raw and say, I'm going to cash in. This is, the, this is a white meat baby face. And say, I'm going to cash in. Start the show. I'm going to cash in. Middle of the show. I'm going to cash in. End of the show. I'm going to cash in. And then, oh, by the way, I'm going to get beat. Oh, my God. That'd be like a giant fart in church. People would have hated it. They paid it off. It worked. Boston went ballistic, social media on fire between fans and the boys. Everybody loved it. 
But make no mistake, this was a a chess move, not in the pro wrestling business, but in the sports entertainment business, because their competition last night in the world of sports entertainment was Monday Night Football. Absolutely. And you know what? What we got at the end of that show was one of the best moments I've seen on Raw in a very, very long time. Hi, everyone. This is Heisman Trophy winner and NFL quarterback Doug Flutie. I'm excited to tell you that my podcast, the Flutie Flakes cast, is back for the entire football season. I may have played like 21 years of professional football in three different leagues, but I'm still just a big kid and I absolutely love this game. Every week, we'll talk about the topics I care about and bring on super fun guests. So please subscribe today, wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app. Include it with most subscriptions. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. I remember Doug and I talking about Biggie Langston eight years ago about this guy being a form uh, is going to be um, a future WWE champion. And it took a long time. Why did it take so long? Because of the new day, you know, I mean, you know, he got put into a tag team. That is probably one of the greatest WWE, you know, original tag teams of all time. And then they break them up and we're all like, why are they breaking them up? 
you know, Big E going to SmackDown and then Kofi and Xavier going to Monday Night Raw. But now you know why. And it's because of the moment that we saw last night. Now, now the New Day are back together because obviously, you know, Big E is going to be on Monday Night Raw after cashing in on Monday Night Raw. Amazing moment. As you said earlier, that Boston crowd went insane when you when they hit the one, two, three. Now, does that happen with cash-ins? Do you get that big, loud pop with cash-ins? You absolutely do. But Bully Big A is extremely popular. And this is going to carry over. And for Monday Night Raw, my God, do we need a change. Nothing Nothing against Bobby Lashley. You know, Bobby Lashley is a badass. Bobby Lashley was a good champion. But we wanted to see Bobby Lashley as champion because we were hoping that Brock Lesnar was going to come and there was going to be a program down the road between Lashley and Lesnar. That's not going to happen, obviously, now. So they needed to make a change. They made the change last night, and it was the right move. Was last night's change predictable? Yes, it was. I disagree. See, I th- I was expecting it to happen, but it didn't take away from the moment at all for me. I disagree. I don't think it was predictable. Because the WWE is notorious for stringing people along and then not giving them what they want. I brought up at the beginning of the show how they strung them along and then gave them the payoff because of the Monday night football thing and the thread. You had to run it. You had to send people home happy going, wow, that row was great. I loved it. Otherwise, the thread, not that it doesn't work, but it's a disappointing thread. You don't want to do that. You know, sometimes we need to look at TV like we need to look at house shows. Send the people home happy. I want to get back to the word predictable. I found myself after Monday Night Raw thinking a little bit about the errors of pro wrestling. And I know we've talked about the errors of pro wrestling. There was the golden age or the golden era. And then there was the attitude era, the ruthless aggression era, the PG era, whatever. I think the WWE moving forward needs to enter into the unpredictable era. And I think that's a pretty cool name for an era because you never know what's going to happen. I think the WWE needs to get into an any given Sunday type of feel. No more of these championships um, staying in any one particular place for too long. Anything can happen on any given Monday. Anything can happen on any given Friday. I love flip-flopping belts and championships. When you don't have one particular person to double park it on, i.e. a Roman Reigns. I'm a big fan of, holy shit, is the championship going to change again tonight? Because now, not only... Does that encourage people to go to arenas for shows? Because it's fun to see a championship change live and in person. But now people are tuned in because, man, this championship changed last week. Two weeks ago, that other championship changed. What are we going to see this week? I would love to see the unpredictable era of the WWE. I love it, Bully. And maybe we're going to get that now. You know, maybe we are going to see some changes to what was Really, the last few years, just an extremely stale product 
in Monday Night Raw. You know my feelings about Raw. You know how many times I come here on a Tuesday and I have like a LaGreca rant about something that happened. And believe me, there were things that happened on that show last night before what we saw in that main event that wanted me to pull my hair out. You kind of forget it because of the feel-good moment. The other thing they needed desperately, and it's so on WWE-like, Bully, is that you needed a babyface champion. If you look at all these champions in the WWE, they're all heels. Roman Reigns is a heel. Becky Lynch is a heel. Charlotte is a heel. Lashley was a heel. You know, Bully, we grew up on a WWF that always had the babyface champion, and now you were dealing with a company that was all heel champions. They desperately needed to make this change last night. And it worked because it put the entire wrestling business in a good mood. Hell, even some of the boys from AEW were congratulating Big E on social media. This was across the board, fans, wrestlers alike, all congratulating Big E. And, you know, you talk about heel heavy, with like, especially like Charlotte, and now we're looking at Alexa Bliss almost as an uber baby face. Like, the, you know, the wife of Satan himself is now beloved and her doll is too. Um, that's one of the things that I actually found myself enjoying last night. Because like I told you, I'm looking at this show through a different set of eyes and listening through a different set of ears. I'm not even kidding around, Dave. My, and I used to tell you this, and I might have said it on the air once or twice. I used to get anxiety watching Raw because I knew parking myself in front of a t TV for three hours and only getting maybe 15 minutes of stuff that I actually enjoyed. Now I watch the, the show in a completely different way. I look at it as kind of like mindless entertainment, for lack of a better term, the same way I would watch a... I don't know, and I don't watch any of those reality shows like a, a Housewives or a Total Divas or a Jersey Shore or, you know, uh, Naked and Afraid. I I've roomed with Dreamer a couple of times, so I know the feeling of him being naked and me being afraid. So, yeah, decent show. Um, I mean, there there's definitely some stuff, like you said, got you scratching your head. You know, even me, even Marie and Dewdrop. But I don't want to go off on a tangent. Keep me on track here. What do you want to no, talk we'll, about? No, we'll get... But you know what? There's something to be said. My wife calls it BS. You're watching your BS again. She always says you're watching your bullshit. Because I'll, I'll, I'll binge watch Head of the Class from, you know, freaking 1987. I, I, it's, it's comforting to me. You know, it's mindless. I don't have to think. I just sit there. I'm entertained. And that's all that really matters. Especially now. Bully, like with all the shit that's going on in the world, sometimes you just need to park your ass in front of the TV and get, have an escape. That's how I'm kind of looking at Monday Night Raw. Because, like you said on, on social media, well, they did it. Why did they do this? Well, because it doesn't really matter. Nothing really matters. But sometimes things out of that three hours does matter. And I think a new WWE champion in Big E is a moment that matters. Hey everyone, I'm Brad the Big Noise Evans from the Sawdust Podcast Network. Throughout the week, we're providing you with a vast array of betting and fantasy insight, advice, and analysis. Check out our library of podcasts, including Fade the Noise with me and the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. Fantasy Fast Track with me and Brandon Fun Buns Funston. Annie Up with Howard Bender and Adam Ronis. And Sticks and Stacks with Sean Drotar. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. 
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun. FX's new international spy thriller The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. So, Bully, I would have to believe that come after the draft, there's going to be a new line of challengers for Big E. If Big E is still the champion after next week. Ah, do you really think they would do this and flip-flop the titles that quickly? I know that's a ridiculous question for me when it comes to WWE. <laughs> I laugh at the stupidity of the question. <laughs> do you think they would really do that? Of course they would. Don't want to see them do it, but yes, they would. Isn't the Saudi show coming up soon? When's that Saudi show? What do they have on the immediate horizon? Extreme rules. Edward! Not this week. Edward! Ex- no, it's, I can answer it. It's extreme rules. Not this weekend, but next weekend. So okay, so what I'm thinking, rules. Yeah, sorry about I, No, no. What I'm thinking, Bully, is at Extreme Rules, you get Lashley and Big E again. Big E beats Lashley at Extreme Rules. Then the draft happens, and now you have a new line of challengers for Big E. So Big E is the guy that you're running with right now. Yes. Fair enough. Babyface champion, extremely popular. On Raw, you have the is, New Day back together. I will ask you, I'll ask the same question about Big E that I ask about every babyface world champion. Are you tuning in or are you paying money to see Big E retain? It's a great question. That's what I do, Dave. Great questions and crab cakes. <sighs> I could go for a crab cake right now. Um, yes. Jimmy Seafood Crab Cakes. Oh, yeah, nice. Oh. You ever been to Jimmy Seafood? I, uh, I've had Jimmy Seafood before, and I've had Jimmy Seafood's Crab Cakes, and it's the greatest crab cake I've ever had in my entire life. And there you have it. Jimmy Seafood, greatest crab cake ever. And they do delivery service, so order from them. Yes, definitely do. Uh, Jimmy Seafood is like the Ribera of American uh, restaurants for the boys. Okay, so it's like it's it's 
here in the States. So it would be Jimmy Seafood. They should do that. Bull. They should have the Jimmy Seafood jacket that you get. Yeah. yeah. They should have the shiny, satiny Jimmy Seafood uh, jacket just like Ribera has. I agree. You got to talk to them. That's got to happen. On. I'll call him right now. Hold on. Call him now. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. while you're calling him. N-E-1-4-6-9. Hold on. Jimmy. Yeah. Bubba. Bubba Ray Dudley. How many fucking Bubbas do you know? Yeah. Okay. LaGreca said uh, you know, that we need jackets. Okay. No, not one for him. Shiny. Yes, shiny no. jackets. Yeah one, yeah, one for LaGreca. He's a, he's a, he's a double medium. Yep. <laughs> I'm a double X. Uh, get a three X for Mark. Yeah, I'm not quite sure about Tommy. He might have to get some extra material. Do they make satin uh, that big? Yeah, it's kind of like a 5X. Go six just to be safe. All right, send a crab cake. Talk to you later. Bye. Love you too. Bye. God, great guy. And he loves you. And he said, I love you. That's, that, that tells you. You're getting free ca- crab cakes. But to answer your question, yes, I think Big E can be that guy uh, for multiple reasons. And here's why, Bully. Uh, this has been a long story for Big E, you know, from where he was. You know, kind of like at the side of Dolph Ziggler eight years ago when he won the WWE Championship at the Meadowlands to becoming a part of a tag team that at first was a babyface tag team that the fans hated and made fun of. And they were able to turn that around and become one of the greatest tag teams in WWE history and now going on this single run. I think Big E can be that guy. Now, this is where... You have to be very, very clever and very, very smart. I just mentioned have the rematch with Lashley at Extreme Rules. But I don't think Lashley is the long-term guy in a storyline with Big E. I think that needs to be determined coming out of the draft. So you have to be very careful because, Bully, you always say it's about the follow-up. Who is going to be that first big opponent for Big E? Needs a real heel. That's all I know. Or Could a it real be Lashley? Story. Is it Lashley? Could it be Lashley? Or does it need to be somebody else? Of course it could be Lashley. I, I'm very in favor of this shakeup that's going to happen starting on October 1st on SmackDown and then continuing uh, on Raw the following Monday. Uh, I, I la- Listen, I, I always go back to the baby face needing a credible heel. The WWE is not rich in heels, but I'm sure this shakeup could help. Do we want to see Lashley continue to chase? What do you think that they have Lashley go back over at Extreme Rules? I mean, these are very, very broad stroke questions. I'd rather just wait and see what happens and react to what we saw last night. But you asked me about who's next for Lashley, and I go, what if he doesn't make it past next week? What if he doesn't make it past Extreme Rules? It's I'm sorry, possible. a big E. It's possible. You know, he'll, he, he's he got the, uh, Lashley's got the gripe for next week. They go into extreme rules. I don't know. They were on too much. Okay. If Monday Night Football was not on last night, would Big E be your champion this morning? No. So now you're telling me that it was hot-shotted because of football. Well, I, 
I don't, I don't like to use the, the term hot-shotted. Um, okay, then give me a term that you're more comfortable with. I just think it was it was it was it was necessary. Um they made a they might have still done it but not promote it earlier. They wouldn't have had Big E send out that tweet. Maybe it would have been something as you said be unpredictable on the show last night that we'd be talking about like we didn't see it coming. But obviously they did it the way that they did it because of Monday night football. So we're asking about what's going to be long term for Big E. But you just said that, in your opinion, they would have never done what they did last night with Biggie if it was not for Monday Night Football. So, how can we think about Big E in the long term? But I think, but I think it's it's two separate questions, and here's why, Bully. Because when you look at Monday Night Raw, what have they done? Like they needed a kick in the, they needed Monday Night Football last night. This this show, I got. I, to say it frankly, has been awful for most of the time from during the COVID era and then coming out of COVID when we we have fans back in place. It, they, they just never were able to ignite anything. They needed, as you always say, they need competition. Boy, this show needs something. They need a kick in the ass. That kick in the ass was Monday Night Football. Maybe that was their wake-up call last night. I think they could go with Big A. I think they could latch on to Big E. Big E could be their face for this show. And at least you have something that's new, that's something fresh, that's something that the people want to see. Man, like the every fan, I don't think there's one fan out there that says, ah, damn it, really, Big E? Big E's your champion now? Come on. I don't think there's anybody saying that. When's the last time you've been able to say that with the WWE bully? You can say anything you want to try to make this all happy and pretty and wrap it in a bow. My point is this. You just said that you did not think that they would have put the championship on him last night, if not for Monday Night Football. So how can we think of him as a long-term champion? But that doesn't mean it wasn't going to happen at some point. That doesn't mean... Some they point gave him- does not mean last night. Agreed. Agreed. But they gave him the briefcase. I think this was their plan all along. Now, do I think it was going to happen last night if it wasn't for Monday Night Football? No, but I do think it was going to happen. At some point, it was going to happen. I like Big E winning the championship last night. I like the thread. I'm not quite sure if he's at the level of babyface that you want to see retain every night. Do I think he gets there? Yes, but how does he get there? with the right heel you have to have the right heel breathing down his neck in which every week when Big E wrestles or defends his championship you want to see him win you will him to see him win so this shakeup should be good for them and we'll see what we get out of it if he's still champion coming out of extreme rules yeah, and that's the only thing that concerns me is, you know. And, and and one more thing, I apologize. I'll point back to history. Brock Lesnar going over Kofi Kingston in about, what, uh, 30 seconds. Yeah, exactly. But they've done a good job. Now you have Roman Reigns, who they've had dominate for an extremely long time. And then they had, you know, Brock waiting in the wings to bring him back. And now you're like, this, this, I, you know, I did my power rankings yesterday, and I'm sure... You 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 wear your uh, Lagreco's Power Ranking Sucks T-shirt with pride, 
But that's why I had Brock on my power rankings and not Finn Balor from last week. Because Finn Balor, that's great. Finn Balor's back. He's the demon. That's all, that's all fine and good. It's all about Brock Lesnar. And Brock Lesnar did more in that one line to Paul Heyman where, why didn't you tell Roman I was coming that you invited me back to SummerSlam? That line right there is like, oh my God, I can't wait for the next six months of this story between Brock and, and, and Roman. Yeah, we got Finn Balor, which is a nice distraction here that could fill some time. But better believe, Bully, that it's all about Roman and Brock Lesnar. We need we now need that opponent for Big A. I agree with that. God, I can't wait. And I really can't wait for Roman and Brock Lesnar. They're if and and but the fact that they have Finn waiting in the wings knows that they're going to slow burn this story with Brock and Roman moving forward. When Brock looked at Heyman and said what he said, it was so soap opera. It was like, why didn't you tell Roman about us? Yeah. And it was, a, just, oh, oh my God, what's going on? He's cheating on each other. It was great. It was great, great storytelling. And what, and what did they really, they did nothing. It was just a seed was planted. Now it's like, wait, uh, uh, who's in bed with who? And, who, and you don't know. Side, but whose side is he on? <laughs> it's true because all I'm thinking in the back of my mind while I'm watching SmackDown Friday Night Bully is, could he be with Roman? Sure. Could he be with Brock? Yeah. Could he be playing both against each other and still not making the choice of who he ultimately wants to be with? Probably. Like, that's what's the, so great. Paul Heyman is such a scumbag that, like, you really don't know who he's going to stab in the back. He's an opportunist. He's a leech. He's going to jump on the coattails of whichever guy he can make the most money off of. He's like one of those typical, like, um, like a sports agent or a Hollywood agent or anybody that just feeds off of others. Yeah. The story's there. Now you have to do that with Big E. You, you, you've made a conscious effort. Now you have a baby face champion that you're going to get behind. Every baby face champion in the history of the WWF slash WWE, with the exception of Drew McIntyre, because it was such an odd time in history, has had that line of villains that were going to go up against that baby face champion. They now have to build that line on Monday Night Raw Bully, and they're going to have to revamp it because now Monday Night Raw is not the A show anymore. That's clear. SmackDown is now the A show for the WWE. So you're going to have to have talent that's going to be hated heels lining up to challenge Big E for that WWE championship. And Bully, they're going to have to be a little bit of a threat to Big E because it's like, all right, I'm going to pay money to watch Big E survive and and retain that WWE championship. So that with that in mind, the WWE has not done a good job of building up talent around Big E. They're going to have to start doing that after this draft. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. 
Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.